0: We're going to get started in a little bit. Welcome for those tuning in from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. This is The Danso Pitch. We're going to get in a little bit. We're just going to let you guys rock out, get situated. We got great content for you today. Let's go. A lot of y'all don't know this beat. Maybe a lot of y'all may know this beat. This beat been out for a minute. Resample like crazy. One of the hardest beats I've ever heard. All right, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 47 of the Danso Pitch. I am your host, Charles Danto. I want to welcome again for those tuning in from Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as our YouTube viewers. This is The Danso Pitch. You can follow us on any of the platforms mentioned. Again, that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube at The Danso Pitch. As well as follow us on Instagram for exclusive updates like today's episodes, past episodes, and future episodes. That's at The Danso Pitch. That's D-A-N-S-O Pitch. Let's get started, guys. Uh, In this episode, what what I want to discuss in particular is discussing... Trademarking. Trademarking your brand, trademarking your business, understanding what exactly can be trademarked, what exactly can't be trademarked, and what, how do you actually register a trademark, and how long a trademark is actually good for. We're going to cover all those topics and just kind of answer uh, a few questions that's, that's been kind of floating out there in terms of how a trademark is actually supposed to be registered and many more. So let's get started. I hope you guys have a pen and paper because definitely have a lot of valuable information that I want to share today. So I definitely hope that you guys definitely take the information that I share and kind of just utilize that for your business, Uh, any brands, products that you guys, services you guys are trying to do in the near future. So let's give a quick dictionary definition of what exactly a trademark is. A trademark can be any word, phrase, symbol, design, or a combination of these things that identifies your goods or services is basically how customers recognize you in the marketplace and distinguish you from your competitors so what does that basically mean look at the most famous uh, brands in the world Nike Apple uh, Amazon um, Walmart uh, Coca-Cola uh, Pepsi uh, so many more um, all these brands all these products and services that these uh, brands kind of uh, uh, bring out are all trademarked under the company name. So what does that basically mean? Example, the iPhone for Apple. Example, the Coca-Cola soda. Uh, any chips, uh, any type of um, Gatorade for Pepsi, all of that is trademarked through the brands. Even uh, for, for my sneakerheads, if you have the Jordan brand, that's trademarked under Nike. As For those that don't know, Nike is the parent or the main entity under the Jordan brand over the Jordan brand I should say so again all these companies and brands are all trademarked and that is basically what the definition kind of uh, you know mentioned Uh, just a few key uh, notes for you guys again a trademark identifies the source of your goods and services I kind of just mentioned that it provides legal protection against your brand that basically means that again For the examples that I utilize, I'm gonna stay with the Jordan brand. This is where sneaker or trademark infringement comes into place. That means that people that try to that basically copy uh, somebody without the permission of the person that owns the trademark, this person is liable to damages. So what does that basically mean? For the for the audience listening, if you guys have been following um, you know social media. This is a month's back. Little Nas X came out with a shoe design similar to the design scheme of of the Nike shoe. A Nike shoe that came out. Um, Little Nas X, uh, I believe he had a few people design a shoe for him, but it was quite similar uh, to the Nike shoe that uh, Nike owned. So Nike actually went through a lawsuit uh, with Little Nas X representation um, and actually did. I think they were awarded some damages as a result. Um, this is just one of many uh, uh, fights that a lot of people uh, you know, go through. Uh, even uh, the Apple brand, Apple Inc., a lot of people that may not know Apple, actually uh, originally the name was taken, I think, through uh, this band. I don't know if, I want to say is the Beatles, I believe, one of the members of the Beatles or the Rolling Stones. I will double check that. But I believe one of them actually, it might have been like uh, Paul McCartney or somebody, I forget. That basically had a company similar to uh, the name that Apple uses right now. So it became a whole uh, fight. This was like many years ago where Apple actually had to go. Uh, basically, um, you know, Tim Cook and, and and his team had to basically, uh, not even Tim, because Steve Jobs at that time actually had to go um Kind of battle it out with the with the representation of the people that already were using the Apple name. I think it became a whole issue, and then uh, eventually Apple, I think, actually won out, or they basically were able to purchase. I think the 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 brand name uh, of Apple. I'll get into what that means in a little bit. But again, uh, these are all examples of what could happen if you copy uh, a a name or 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 similar design scheme. Of a company that's trademarked so what is so what does what what exactly can trademarks actually protect for the audience listening trademarks can protect names designs sounds yes sounds imagery so imagery is basically logo uh, uh, design patterns uh, colors you can actually trademark I'll get more into that um Right now, so what does that basically mean? That means that if you guys ever see the design for UPS, the color that they use brown, um, FedEx, uh, blue and red, UPS, blue and red, um, so many more, uh, even uh, just uh, Coca Cola, red, the, bl- the red, white interior, all of that is actually trademarked along with the name of uh, the companies that I just mentioned. Now, the reason why someone may want to uh, basically trademark a color is because that, dis- that as- at times can distinguish the company from under companies in the similar scope. So, what does that mean? Example, Coca-Cola and Pepsi, both are soda distributors as well as snack distributors. So, in order for a company not to uh, copy, uh, basically, the, the look of uh, the, the logo of Coca-Cola and Pepsi, Coca-Cola and Pepsi actually had trademarked their colors as well as UPS because UPS is obviously uh, in delivery. So they're going against so many competitors, even newer competitors like Amazon and Walmart now. So they originally, when they started, trademarked their colors uh, within their logos and, and, you know, just the company brand overall in UPS. Uh, That's something to kind of, uh, you know, know as well. So, again... Uh, FedEx, UPS, uh, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, these are all, and many others that uh, actually trademark their colors as well as their names. So, now I want to get into how you actually can own a trademark and have a registered trademark. You actually become a trademark owner as soon as you start using your trademark with your goods and services. So what does that actually mean? That means that once you actually start a business for the audience listening, you start some type of uh, corporation, you technically actually do have your company trademarks. But there's more. What, the reason why that the company actually would be trademarked was because you actually built uh, a company that's an LLC, a corporation LP, uh, a, a government nonprofit that's a 501c. Uh, 503 Uh, these are just how you register your company so that basically means that the reason why your company would be technically considered trademarked is because of the fact that you actually have a business registered in terms of the business name Um, I would hope so anyway uh, you got it registered when you uh, wanted to start your business and you actually operate your business Uh, that means that you actually look into other distributed goods and services or already have started you may have employees Uh, You may uh, start events, uh, any type of revenue coming in and out. So technically, uh, the government or the entities, the higher entities actually consider that a company that's trademarked. Now, the only difference is you only establish rights in your trademark by actually using it, as I mentioned. But those rights are very limited, like I also mentioned before. And they only apply to the geographic area in which you're providing your goods and services. Example, if uh, you start your company and you don't actually register your, uh, your company with the USPTO, that's uh, the, I believe the United States Patent and Trade, um, I want to say organization, um, don't quote me on that, but I just know that the initials are USPTO, um, that's, and that's USPTO.gov, you can go on, I'll provide a link for that official uh, site um, in this description of this episode. But unless you go to them to actually register your trademark or your company name as a trademark or brand, so to speak, you technically are only limited to the state that you're in to actually use your, tra- uh, your trademark without actually registering to the USPTO. So what does that mean? That means, let's say, for example, that myself, Charles, are basically started a company. Oh, I did, Danso Solutions. Now, if I actually didn't register my company uh, as a trademark through the USPTO, excuse me. Um, technically, I can only do business within the state that I am that I am in right now, which is New Jersey. So that means that if unless I register my trademark with the USPTO, I can't do business anywhere outside of the state that I reside in. That's very important for the audience listening. If you do not register your company uh, through a trademark process through the USPTO, you cannot actually do business outside of the state that you're in. The reason why is because of the fact that the USPTO allows your tr- you to trademark your company, your brand, to you use it on a on an actual domestic whole scale. Or Globally depending on how expansive you want to make your brand or business So that basically means that they have to give you the okay to say that I can do business in New York I can do business in um, Atlanta I can do business in all the way in California if i want to be on the East Coast and if I want to go overseas That's a whole nother process of registering through uh, them as well from an international trademark to do business outside the country now You can say to yourself that I'm on the Internet. Yes, I can do business, um, you know, and I don't need the actual trademark registered. You technically can, but the only problem becomes come tax time when you're filing and then and then your accountant sees that you actually didn't register your trademark through the USPTO. Like I mentioned, you're liable to pay uh, more taxes even face a penalty as a result for doing business outside of the state that you reside in. So if you went, you traveled, you're doing business, you went, you moved, and your company is, is registered under the state of New Jersey. and let's say you moved to California, you never registered your business, you're doing business outside of Cal- uh, in California, outside of New Jersey, you are liable to penalties on, under your business as well as facing the heavy tax fine. Remember that so in total audience make sure you register your company or trademark your company under the USPTO Site Officially again, I will provide a link for those that are interested in learning more about that. So again, let's continue However, a registered trademark provides broader rights and protections as an unregistered one. I just mentioned that okay, so Next I want to get into what is the difference between the TM symbol SM symbol and The R symbol circle symbol. What does that basically mean? I want to break this down for you guys There is a difference. So what does that mean? Usually when you see a business name You can tell a company is trademarked if in the actual following they have a TM SM or an R circle tell the difference between the three so basically let's start every time you use your trademark you you can use a symbol with it that is true remember if you have a business that's operating technically it is trademarked it's just not registered it's not just it's not a registered trademark keywords registered keywords are are registered that's going to be very important in a few minutes guys so every time you use your trademark, you can use a symbol with it. The symbol lets custom- consumers and competitors know you're claiming your trademark as yours. You can use the TM for goods, the SM for services, even if you haven't filed an application to register your trademark. Once you register your trademark with us, that's the US, again, PTO the USPTO then you can actually you may use the registration symbol anywhere around the trademark although most trademark owners use the symbol in a superscript or subscript manner to the right of your trademark you may only use the registered R symbol with the trademark for the goods or services listed in the Federal Trademark Registration. Let me repeat that again for those that may not understand what I just said. You may only use the registration symbol, that is the the R with a circle. If you guys are watching my video, I'm going to post that in this content for you guys to listen to actually see visually. Again, the registered R symbol for the audience listening through the audio version is the only technically registered trademark symbol. If you, if somebody has a TM, that just means that they have a business. That doesn't mean that it's actually a registered trademark that they have. It just means they have a business that's operating and... I hope they're successful, but that does not mean that they're registered. So what does that mean? That means that technically, somebody can actually utilize their name, their color scheme, maybe their logo design scheme. Some people try to copy certain products or services of an individual if you not register with the R symbol. That's very important. So what is what am I trying to say? Register your trademark I can't emphasize that enough audience at the United States Patent and Trademark Office that is what the USPTO means I fucked up earlier so let me (laughs) rephrase what I meant when I said the USPTO that stands for the United States Patent and Trademark Office that is www.uspto.gov that is where you actually register your company through the trademark process to get approved. If you go anywhere else, outside of an attorney and the USPTO, because the attorneys go to the USPTO, I hope everybody realizes that, they just make the process easier for you because they collect all the documents you need, they basically give their okay, they write uh, their recommendations because they're attorneys so they have the legal understanding, but it all goes to the USPTO. So in essence, if basically your trademark is not going through the USPTO and is going through some other entity, they're lying to you and they're just stealing your money. It has to go through the USPTO to get approved in order to have an actual registered trademark. Anywhere else is false. Remember that. Let's continue. So again, having the R is very important the TM just allows you it basically just means you're doing business so technically you have a trademark you can also register your trademark using the SM symbol the SM is a trademark symbol meaning a service company so what does that mean if you do a specific service such as you build apps such as you build websites you build logos Um. You build uh, products, certain products like uh, beauty products. Uh, You build, um, let's say, official data sharing. Like That basically means how do you build uh, stock calculations or something of that nature. You can register your trademark under the SM because what that tells others, including the government entity at the USPTO is you are registering your trademark for an exclusive service that your company does again that means you're if you have the SM symbol in the trademark process that means that you're telling others that you are exclusively using it through a service based business and you can actually technically register your trademark under that so that's very important so kind of tying this all in I gave you guys a lot of information I know um again if you guys think I'm going too fast if you guys are more are interested for those that know me, uh, hit me up directly. Uh, that's Charles, Charles in charge underscore one, or you can hit us up at Danso Solutions. I manage both pages, so I will get back to you as soon as possible on Instagram as well as Twitter. Um, for, for those that may not know me listening, just email us at info at danso solutions.com. That is I N F O dot d a n s o solutions.com send the email myself or my colleague will get back to you in a timely manner that's very important so again back to this trademark trademarking excuse me why register your trademark it is your choice whether you want to file or not so again um, I'm not putting a gun to the do- to anybody's head that may be listening or watching um, it's just something that I want to share with you guys Bring it to light to understand that this is very important, especially if you have a business, thinking about starting a business. Uh, you do have to cover the legal component of your business. Protect yourself. Um, don't make yourself liable to predators. Even if you think that you're just starting out, nobody's really looking at me. You never know. Any, people are sick like that in this world. People will try to take your ideas, take uh, what you're trying to help better this world with. So just protect yourself. That's just to fuck you to them. Is your is your idea, is your business, protect your shit. Even if you gotta spend bread, put up money, just do it. Um, it's gonna benefit you in the long run and 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 save and and be more cost effective in the long run as well. So you don't have to go through court cases to kind of uh make your make your claim to your to the judge or or whatever the case is or the lawyers that you may have to hire. Um just get it done. Get it done early. Uh, The trademark process is backed up right now. I'll tell you that because a lot of people during the pandemic have started business or thought about starting businesses, but get it done now, file now. Um, the, The sooner you do it for my business owners out there, those thinking about starting one very soon, the better that you'll get an answer or response quicker. So why register your trademark? It is your choice, I mentioned. Trademark is listed in our in the USPTO database of registered and pending trademarks. This is what exclusively they're saying This provide this provides the USPTO Public notice to anyone searching for similar trademarks I just mentioned that people will try to take your idea name logo color sound Um, That's very important. So again, um Just protect yourself the best you can they will see your trademark uh, the goods and services on your registration, the date you applied for your reg- trademark registration, and the date your trademark is registered. This is all shown on the USPTO website exclusively. Um, sometimes it may not show immediately. That does not mean that somebody isn't trademarked. Remember, like I said, the USPTO is dealing with a lot of filings so if anybody sometimes is trying to get smart and think that just because you don't see their name there that does not mean that they have not been approved for a trademark if you do look in the weeks or maybe a month ahead you will see the name populated so that's very important to know so again it just kind of tying this all in and i'm going to keep repeating it unless your trademark registration is shown or done through The United States Patent and Trademark Office, that is, or nicknamed the USPTO as their abbreviated term uh, or name, so to speak. It's not a real trademark or registered trademark, excuse me. So remember, audience, and excuse me again, you have to register your company through the USPTO, which is the United States Patent and Trademark Office. That's very important. So again, um, just kind of t- uh, going into federal, state and international registration, um, how you choose to protect your trademark is really up to you. Uh, you are not required to register your trademark. I'm going to keep saying it. But where or whether you decide to register your trademark can determine the scope of your right, rights. Excuse me. Specifically, you can rely on common law rights or file for state, federal and international trademark registration. So, what does that basically mean? So again, each state um, has a similar a process of filing. It all goes through the USPTO. so does international uh, laws as well. If you are based out of the states and you maybe you do you're, you have a business in, in London, um, m- many bigger businesses such as Amazon, um, such as maybe Apple. Um, when, you, when they're actually going out of the country, they have to reapply for an additional trademark under the ones they're already filed in the States to do business outside of the States in Europe, Asia, Africa, South America, and, the, and so forth. So that's very important to note. So if you are thinking about doing an international uh, business or moving your business internationally, you will have to go back to the USPTO and file for an international trademark to do business outside of the state or, or country that you're in. So that's very important. So, again, for the state trademark registration, just to kind of touch base uh, or for, the, for the audience, registering your trademark with the US state creates rights in the state only. Remember, I said this. If you are going to do international trademark or do a business internationally, you need an international trademark filing. So if you're only doing a a regular uh, trademark, I will say, or state trademark through the USPTO, that is only good in the United States. You cannot do business internationally unless you file for international trademark. Your trademark is not protected if you expand your business across state lines Into another state where your trademark is not registered if you decide to expand your business across state lines you'll need to decide decide if you want to register your trademark in the state or apply for federal registration also not all states have trademark registration basis databases that's very important which means that third parties will not be aware of your rights in your trademark I kind of touched on this earlier like I said Sometimes you'll go on a USPTO and you may not see the company listed or the full rights of the company for for the companies that are already listed on there. That does not mean that they're not protected through the USPTO. Sometimes it takes a while to update. Sometimes uh, due to different state laws, you may not actually see the full description of uh, the actual trademark uh, based on the state that is maybe doing business out of or maybe even the country. Um, that's only because of a government entity that may be the state laws that protect or the international laws that protect that country or state But that does not mean that they do not have the proper rights. So how can you actually find that out? You actually can look that up Actually based on a type of filing that is done each trademark has a number um, that is filed under and I kind of want to share quickly for the audience in Uh, that's listening to exactly what type of trademark numbers are actually used um, to to basically do the following most numbers for registered trademarks are from 1 through 99 Um, and each one has different protection some have financial protection some have merchandise protection some have waste management protection some have a uh, distribution protection, some have again, um, just uh, sound protection, uh, color scheme protection. All these trademark numbers are basically protecting a specific type of uh service or type of product, type of uh entity that may be under your company. Uh, each trademark number signifies what specifically. Uh, that company is basically uh, using their trademark for so if example if you're using uh, let's say you're using trademark 25 that basically deals with clothing so if if you choose a trademark class 25 uh, that deals with protecting like a merchandise type so again that allows you to basically print uh, your logo on a t-shirt um, and just, you know, allow you to print logos on t-shirts, uh, branding, where nobody can actually take your idea um, if put it on apparel. So what does that basically mean? Uh, if Nike is put in... Uh, Nike has a, 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 a trademark classification 25, number 25. That means that the sneakers, the sweatpants, the hoodies, uh, the hats, uh, each... Each uh, product that they're pushing out, even the Jordans uh, under the Nike brand, all of these are protected under class 25 of the trademark uh, um, rights or laws, so to speak. So nobody can take it a la example, Little Nas X, or do a similar product to the products Nike already has in place on their merchandise. So you cannot. You cannot copy, you cannot uh, embellish it, which basically means that you try to not exactly copy it, but it looks very similar. Um, You can face a lawsuit and pay heavy fines um, because 9 out of 10 times it's going to be hard to win a court case against somebody that has filed a trademark classification for protecting their merchandise brand. Uh, Logo, sound, example, all of that in one. So it's very important to know, audience listening, um, that uh, you know, just make sure that um, really do your research. Um, My advice is hey, we're all creative in different ways. Sometimes we need, uh, you know, a little bit of a guide. Maybe we may need to look at something to do something our way. That doesn't necessarily mean we're copying, but that doesn't matter when you're in the courtroom. What matters is. How is your case gonna weigh versus the other? How do you sway um, the jury or the judge or, or whoever is there, uh, the prosecution, to, to show that your thing is legitimate? So just get the trademark rights protected the right way so you don't have to go through all of that. Just protect it your way, do it the right way. Um, make sure that you do your research and make sure that uh, you know maybe a, a service or a product that someone already has out that's protected you don't, uh, that you don't do the exact same thing and get yourself in trouble or have to pay a lot of money. Trust me, guys, from personal experience, it's not worth giving up more money than you need to. Save the money, use it the right way. That's what I recommend to those listening. So the, la- the last two topics I want to cover is how long does a federal registra- trademark registration last? And just make it a little fun at the end. Uh, just give you guys some sounds. I'm going to play on YouTube if we have some ads, my apologies in advance, but I'm just going to play like two that actually are protected through the trademark brand that you guys may actually know or have heard before, whether you were younger or you hear now, even in, uh, it may be through movies or, or just when you go out and you hear the sound, they actually, that actually is a trademark and protected through the trademark, uh, uh, registration through the USPTO and is covered by trademark law. So let's let's uh first discuss how long does a federal uh, trademark actually last once it's registered your trademark registration can actually last forever long as you continue just to use your trademark in, in in commerce and provide us with with the uspto with evidence that you're still using it so how can they actually know that you're still using your trademark just have a business and make money that's all it means that means that if your business is operating you have revenue coming in you file taxes um, you have employees underneath. You have people who contracted through the business. That all shows that you still have your your uh, business active. That means your trademark is still active. The only way that your your trademark becomes dead is if there's no type of action, there's no revenue, there's no type of uh, employees. You're literally just not working in your business altogether. Um, you go on your website. There is no new event. You had an event. Uh, august 2019 and it's 2021 going on 2022 you haven't updated your calendar on there events anything like that then your trademark becomes dead that means that you expose your business your brand uh your merch whatever the case is so just make sure that if you are going to get a trademark filed that uh you're doing your business you're still active and if not then make sure that uh, you just go in there realizing that you're going to be spending a good amount, maybe anywhere from 700 to 1,000 plus, uh, just to get your trademark registered. So uh, make sure that you do keep your business active, or if you keep your products or services active, through your business. And if not, then walk away clean. Don't walk out of retirement and come back like Brett Favre, if you know football, or 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 Michael Jordan. Make sure that you're actually retired and uh, you have you have no uh, regrets or anything um, if you are going to not do business anymore and try to refile uh, your trademark. So that's important. So remember, uh, trademarks last a lifetime um, as long as you use it. Trademarks are only legitimate through the USPTO, nowhere else. That's the United States Patent and, and, and Trademark Office. Um, I'll have a, another, if you guys are interested, uh, subscribe, comment on this episode if you're listening through YouTube or just hit us up uh, through the Danso Solutions or Danso Pitch podcast, uh, podcast Instagram um, and just let us know that if you want to hear about how copyrights work or patents work. Um, I just wanted to make this episode exclusively for trademarks. So um, the next thing I'm going to talk about is uh, just the sound of some trademarks that are actually protected. Um, Now remember, um, if you hear an ad, my apologies, I'm doing this through YouTube kind of on the fly, so uh, I'll just let it, I'll try to skip it. Hopefully they don't run an ad. Like I said, they're running an ad, guys, so my apologies. I'm trying to skip this. Now, if you've watched any any movie guys um, the Metro Goldwyn Meyer trademark if nobody's ever if you guys have ever seen a gold, a golden uh, arch with a lion yelling every time a movie starts that's MGM the MGM lion any movie that you watched in the past or watch currently and you see a lion pay attention to what's around the lion you'll see the name Metro Goldwyn Meyer. Meyer, those are the owners of the MGM line. So basically those are the people that are funding the movies that you're watching or the studios that these actors and actresses and uh, producers, uh, uh, screenwriters or whatever the case is, are using these studios and getting the funding for these movies. A lot of times people don't realize that when you shoot movies, you need a budget. That means that if they're using all the explosions they do through these cities They're using uh, these states or countries. They get funded through a lot of these big uh, executive uh, studios such as the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer Company. That's the lion that roars usually. I just played the sound for you guys. And there's two words that you see. It says Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer and then you see trade on the left side of the line and mark. That's very important. That means that This sound specifically is protected through the USPTO so nobody else can use that lion sound. Now that may sound ridiculous because obviously lions (laughs) lions roar in the jungle or in the zoo uh, sometimes so I mean it's like they're taking the sound of an actual animal but they've used this for decades. This sound has become iconic before the start of movies. And they made a profit because that they're able to reshare. And a lot of of these directors have paid these these, uh, companies such as Metro, uh, Metro, Goldwyn, and Maya, like I mentioned, um, to use their studios. So for them to actually play the sound of the line, they get paid every time you hear this sound. This company gets paid exclusively, and no one else can use this sound. That's some fucking beautiful shit. Gotta love business, guys. The last sound I want to play is um, this one uh, that you guys may know. This is an iconic one that um, a lot of people have heard. If you've, if you've been uh, watched any type of movie... Um, any of the classic movies, I would say, um, you know, is something that I would definitely uh, just kind of check out. Now, remember, this is something that I think is is beautiful. Um, this is something, again, my apologies for the ads, guys. Uh, I hate YouTube so much. <laughs> but, again... If you guys have watched Star Wars, if you guys have watched anything like that... If you've watched one of them older uh, movies back in the days, uh, you usually hear that type of sound. That's the Lucasfilm sound. Um, that is something that you guys may probably already know or have heard of. Again, that's trademarked as well. Um, just have some more, f- having one more fun with it. Let me just share this last piece with you guys as well. So you guys may uh, may have heard this um, sound if you've watched TV. The with the- Not this. So if you guys can actually hear it for the audience um, through the video, Uh, portion or the audio portion of this uh, episode podcast. Um, So those are NBC chimes. That is The sound itself, this sound itself is trademarked and nobody else can use it. That's CNN, Fox, nobody else can use it. If they do use it, they will be sued and they will lose Um, uh, in terms of, of Fox or CNN and NBC will get a big payout or anybody that tries to copy any of these sounds that I've utilized, other than the people that actually own it. Now, you can go on the USPTO and actually see that uh, a lot of these people actually own uh, these sounds. So, that's very important to know, guys, for the audience that's listening. So, um, in all, I hope that you guys were able to take kind of what I said today and uh, just kind of utilize it for yourself. Um, I think that you know, it's it's being, protect your business as best as possible. Like I said, um, it's tough already for us being business owners, being uh, service uh, individuals, uh, building products for our business or through our business or through a business partner. So just protect yourself. Don't waste more money than you need to. Uh, Don't put money up more than you need to. I'll say that instead. Um, You know, the most important thing is you have something that's yours. Your business is your baby. Protect it the best as possible. Um, You know, make the right decisions. Even if you feel like it's hurting your pockets early on, just get it done early so you don't have to suffer in the future by trying to have to battle it out through court cases, wherever the case is. The point of a trademark is you have legal protection of your brand business uh services entities overall so that's very important guys so in closing guys enjoy this is the last week probably we're gonna um i'm going on vacation next week but i will be back um hopefully with a guest for you guys i'm trying to see if i can get an actual attorney um for a future trademark episode where we can actually discuss copyrights and patents as well patents as well excuse me that is uh, in a future uh, update that I'll send you guys exclusively through the Danso Pitch, as well as Danso Solutions uh, Instagram as well, which is the main entity of the Danso uh, Pitch podcast. So check us out again. This is the Danso Pitch episode 47. Uh, I'll ju- just do it. Um, that's another uh, piece that's trademark. Uh, business tags. Just do it as Nike. Um, they have uh, that uh, slogan, uh, protected as well as trademark under their name. So that's, this is episode 47. Just do it. Uh, protecting your business through the, uh, trademarking. So that's very important guys. I'm going to take y'all out. Enjoy your summer. Let's talk soon guys. Do you have an idea for an invention or a new product? I got to I got to change this up I by the way to get started. I gotta chill with these ads guys. My apologies. I'ma clean that up next episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is Whiskey. Whiskey, we outta here. This is Whiskey made in Lagos.